Right, guys welcome 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 to commission reviews i have a trip you guys i was planning on recording this interview but you know maybe god didn't want it that way he wanted me to have the queen up here live and in color for you guys to see okay so i'm going to bring to the stage miss naya i am so excited to have her up on my platform and we're going to have a conversation and you know ask a few questions so what's going on queen yes you uh, are the queen um I just got out of Pilates, so I know I look like crap, guys. Bear with me. My energy is very low these days <laughs> because I am out of shape and trying to get in shape. So mm. I'm right there with you. I, I need to do something. I'm struggling. Woo. Yana pushing me. She motivates me all the time. <laughs> but you look great, honestly. But I get the out of shape. You can look great and still be out of shape. People don't understand the difference. Exactly. So I get it. So I want to get into, because your whole history with um, MTV didn't just start with the challenge. You started, you know, doing the real world and everything. And getting in that being, even that time period, um, a black woman, for me, I was so hyped. For you getting that, did you know, did you know how important that was to us to see you on screen? I'm not just yeah. talking about the challenge. It was so important to us to see you on screen, especially uh, the fans have been watching for such a long time. So when did it hit you how important it was to us as black women? Um, after I made a fool of myself many times, it was not before. I had not watched the show at all um, mm -hmm. prior to getting on it. I just knew the concept of it, like going to live in a different city with a bunch of young people who don't have life figured out. That was appealing to me. Um, in terms of the responsibility I had to represent my community, no. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was not aware of that. I did not know um what could possibly transpire it just never occurred to me that i was going to be put into situations where i would misrepresent my people and misrepresent my family it just never occurred to me i thought i was going out there to party have fun let my hair down i just never fathomed that i was going to get into these situations that would ultimately um develop people's perception of me for years to come wow Man, that's, that's actually really deep um <laughs> No, no, when I say deep, I'll say this. Going into a house like that, just going to go party, nothing is wrong with that because other races do it all the time and no one says this, doesn't say anything. So you saying that, it's a lot of pressure to be put on one person. Like, I'm just going to go have a good time. But to find out, like, damn, I, you know, I didn't know we weren't on TV like that. I mean, not on this show like that. Because for us, we don't we didn't see that many. And so when you were on there, you were the real deal. You weren't just like, no, no shade to anybody. You weren't just like light or anything. You was like, look, I'm here and we fell in love with you. Even when you went through what you went through, especially with the Jordan situation. And I, <laughs> I'm going to say something. I'm going to go full circle. I didn't like Jordan. A lot, a lot of black women did not like Jordan. It took me a while to like him. And then it was, wasn't really until I saw you two on here again that I really respected him because of the way you guys just just took care of their like grown people and 
it took a while. Uh, but 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 have y'all was talking behind the scenes before y'all got to the challenge All Stars three? Oh yeah, I mean, he and I have been friends for several years now. So like, okay. that's the one thing that like, unless you followed me on social media in the last eight years and until I recently moved to California, most people were not aware that he and I were friends and were cool, you know, after everything that transpired on the real right. world and on Battle of the Exes too. Um, and so, yeah, it did come to a, come as a surprise to many people. Um, but he and I have been friends for many a years. I mean, our the last time we disrespected each other and got into a fight of any sort on or off camera was in Norway in 20, what was that, 15 when we were filming uh, that when I got kicked off. That was yes. the last time we disrespected each other or I, and in that situation, I was disrespecting him. From there, you know, with time um, and gradual healing, forgiveness, me going to therapy, having to mm. take accountability. Love what you're saying, yes. Like, I'm the common denominator in a lot of my own problems. So it's me. I can't put the blame on someone else, regardless of if they've disrespected me or hurt me. I am solely responsible for how I respond. And so, um, yeah, it was just one of those moments where when I took a break from the show and I was not being um, asked back, I don't know what the reason was for. Some people say I was banned. I mean, I don't necessarily know if that was true because they asked me and my sister to do bloodlines, but I honestly think God put me on a timeout because every time mm. I was there, I was acting a fool and I was mishandling that blessing and that opportunity. So I think it really was just like, you know, a combination of um, maybe the executives felt like, hey, she's not really bringing the vibe that we wanted from her. Right. Just believe in a higher power. And I believe that God was like, yeah, this is, if you're gonna go and, and take this opportunity, represent yourself and your family the way you you truly are. Like, I, I would never go on TV and be anything other than Naya. It is impossible mm. for me to be anything other than my authentic self. However, I was raised a certain way that I am proud of, and I mm -hmm. was presenting something that was completely the opposite. And so, wow. you know, I just didn't want to hurt my family. It really boiled down to that. Me wanting to make a change from, for the better was primarily because uh, I'm proud of the family that I come from. And a lot of the things that I did was just not a reflection of like how I've ever behaved in life or anything that I was taught. Um, and so, yeah, it was just one of those times where it was like, I mean, a lot, a lot of the fans were celebrating my misbehavior. I mean, I became notorious and popular and celebrated for the things that I did because a lot of it wasn't evil. A lot of it was me just reacting off of emotion or me coming to the defense of someone who's getting picked on and you know or me standing up for myself or standing up for the girls or whatever a lot of it like people understood yes um, but there was a point where it could have stopped like i didn't mm -hmm. have to pick up a hair dryer i didn't have to pick up a lamp i didn't have to pour vodka down jordan's throat i didn't have to um go back and punch avery in the back of the head i didn't have to uh call my homeboys in portland to come beat up jordan like i didn't have to do all go to those extremes um but at the time, I didn't see any other way because I had never been in any sort of physical violent situation, altercation ever in my entire life. Um, and people thought, you know, after the fact, they were like, well, that's just who she is. And it's like, it's not. Like, I don't mm. get into situations like that. I've never had to defend myself. I respect others. I expect it back. Um, I just, it was just a shocking moment. For, like, my, most of my family didn't even watch it because when they found out, that people had put their hands on me and that I had to put my hands on people, they couldn't stomach watching it.
because I understand they that. Oh, what that would look like to see their baby girl like getting hit or yes, being violent because I'm just not a violent person. I ain't no punk. Right, but the thing about it, they 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 always say they were violent. Let's be clear. No matter you could have you could have been quiet, and they still probably said even with the B brother watching now, the lady didn't say anything. They're saying automatically this black woman is violent and angry. She's never been angry once in the entire house. So unfortunately, it was almost like oh she's doing something now we can say she is. Do you see what I'm saying? And you were defending people you were. Now with the whole thing with the exes and you leaving and all that, I know that probably affected you more ways than we probably know. It was a lot of self-reflection. You said you was on a timeout. I've been mm -hmm. there, done that with networks, getting into it, getting loud. I had to calm down and realize, you know, my family, I am represented. I get it. Yeah. But you you honestly, you represent a lot of what we want you to say. Whether it was looked at as negative or not, you were standing up for women. So I want you to know that, yeah, it was some negativity with that, people saying it, but we loved it. Because a lot of times they'll just say whatever. And a lot of women didn't say anything. They just were like, okay, whatever. You didn't put up with that shit. And so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you know what? It, like, those were the moments that I don't regret. Like standing up for others. That's just gonna be me. I'm never gonna be a bystander to bullshit. Um, but there were other things that I did that were just totally uncalled for and disgusting. Like, I mean, at the end of X's two, after I was butt hurt about me and Leroy getting voted into another elimination right yeah. before the, the stuff that came out of my mouth about Sarah Rice was so disgusting and unwarranted and it just had nothing to do with the game for me like i don't even like the stuff that i have said and done in these situations whether it was just profusely using the n-word or using other um derogatory words that could even be considered homophobic for me to body shame somebody like that's just not me it's never been me so for me to watch that it's like people send me those clips all the time they think it's funny it's like it's not funny like that was a girl who was in deep pain, who was mad that she didn't get her way and was willing to curse and slice people with her tongue and use her power that she should use for good for evil because she's not, her feelings are hurt. And that's not the way you fucking should just live life at all. Um, and yeah, to your point, there were consequences. Like I, the job that I have now, I am tremendously thankful. I had to bust my butt when I got into this industry um, to prove that I wasn't what they had saw on TV when they Googled mm -hmm. me. But for a year and a half, nobody would hire me. Most Damn. people, resume that I had, the background that I had in luxury service, hospitality, culinary arts, Howard, degree from Howard, you get into this industry a lot quicker. Um, for me, that show and what was seen once you Googled my name looked like a felony. It, wow. looked, it made me a risk to hire and it made and it, especially as a black woman, when there aren't that many in the industry of, you know, private education, there ain't that many black pilots, there ain't that many um, black flight attendants. I mean, we kind of all know each other. Um, and so for me, it was like once I got I was I was patient and I was willing to um, just stand in the work. protection and keep, mm -hmm. you know, knocking on these doors. And I knew I said eventually somebody's going to open and someone's going to see my heart and give me a chance and not judge me on my past. And once that happened, I made a commitment to as all black women do, we get into these spaces and it, we feel the pressure to outperform, outwork, just to be considered, you know, good enough. And so now, you know, I've developed a rapport and a reputation in this industry where it's like, I don't even apply for jobs. People call me. Ooh, and yes. to have that full circle moment, I'm just so thankful. God is good. Yes. I, I don't know. I love this story because I have a similar one as well. Um, I want to ask you about getting into 
the challenge now um because yeah. your journey leads us here um in this i i cry watching you on this season me oh. and ayana got deep into it because you know for me i saw everybody i saw don't yeah. get twisted i saw everyone but for, for me it was like i just want this for her I wanted it for you so bad. Now the eating competition, baby, I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't have done it. I'm I, I'm strong as <laughs> crap. Couldn't do it. So that's all fly. I said, let it to get rid of the competition. It's not even sanitary to me. I saw flies over there. I said, this to me is gross. I would immediately said, I'm out. Get mad, TJ. I'm not doing it. So that for that, I, 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 let, it, I let it pass. But girl, when I say you really did your thing, because you had a lot against you. You weren't coming in <laughs> with the alliance. You were coming in with like a group of people. You came in and just it was Naya, and then you had Jordan, and then that's to me the the, the click when he said it's he said this is your time. It stuck in my head. I repeated it almost every different review I did. He said this is your time, and I said I agree. It is. I said because she's gonna win this year, she's gonna win next year. I predict that. Yes, because, claiming it. Yes, I I manifest everything. I said she will win it next year, but I said because she got so close on her own merit. No alliances. Now, nice. speaking of that, the alliance and all these cheating people. Because, yes, they were cheating. She cheated twice. She looked your board and she also looked at Kaylee Ann's. I said it. Thank she you. Did. I'm glad you caught that because, child, it wasn't just like she literally said out of her own mouth, I don't know any of these questions. So how did you magically finish second? She said you did. The thing about the last few questions, I, I rewound it so much. The last, I know this editing, I get that too. But the last few, you didn't, I think it was one or two, you probably didn't get at the end. She got a few because she guessed everything she did for trivia, she guessed it. I don't know how she got it, but she guessed everything. So she got to the last couple once she couldn't get. So she looked at your board and then she was able to beat you on time. You were taking your time, getting it right. So the same thing with Kellyanne. So I don't think it's fair that she got as far as that she did. I think she should have been disqualified. And and here's here's my thing. I agree because it didn't matter. Like if if she had just beat me and I was oblivious to the fact that she was using my answers and me doing what TJ asked us to do when he moved in that house, which is pay attention to that wall. Yeah. And questions about those photos. Like if she would have just beat me on her own merit, and I come in dead last to the other girls, I come in dead last. Look, y'all saw me the whole season. I was pretty much like not doing well or placing anywhere close to the authority at all. Um, barely getting by like the skin of my teeth, right? Mm -hmm. But it was the fact that this is a girl who like Sylvia came to me on night one. Nobody else asked me to form an alliance. They verbally came to me and said, hey, we wanna work with you. So Sylvia has, you know, a couple weeks before called me and blindsided me in an elimination. Didn't even tell me that my name was up for consideration. I showed up to that um, elimination round with my hair down and no bra on because I thought I was good. And so wow. when she told me, I was like, I thought we were good enough that she would have said, hey, it might be you. The, I felt like okay. she was trying to play me and have me shook going into it. And ultimately, it worked out in my favor because I was so angry. I was like, I'm, there's no way I'm losing this. I don't care what the game is. Girl, let me tell you, that was the best elimination. <laughs> I, said, I screamed at the... I almost knocked my iPad down. <laughs> no! I mean, it was just... And wait, that's another, speaking of cheating, people were saying, well, Jordan was giving, was helping you on the maze. And I'm like, let me explain this to you. By the time we got downstairs and we we're suiting up for that game, mm -hmm. I have, I was already looking at my board. She was kind of pacing around nervous. I was looking at that board. And I had already memorized the first two. Mm. The way they edited it, it may look like we're kind of neck and neck. No, right. 
bing, 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 bing to the middle. In the middle, yes, I get flustered. I'm only listening for Jordan's voice. Like I have right. ADHD. There's no way I'm going to be able to calm myself and then also let him be my guide on a game that I'm physically responsible for completing. So Definitely. I, you know, if that's the case, it's like, I'm, I know that I, I smoked her fair and square on my own merit. Mm -hmm. Also, Kayla was up on those bleachers too. If she wanted to help her friend, why didn't she? If 100%. wanted to help Sylvia, why didn't they? So it's really about, you need to be cool, make sure that people in the house really fuck with you and really are willing to cheer for you and root for you and keep you calm or give you adrenaline or whatever. And most people do that. You can always tell who in the house has somebody who's really their ride or die based on when they're in the elimination, if that person is cheering for them, telling them what to do. I mean, that's just a standard, like, yeah, have people in the house that fuck with you. There's a difference from what Kayla was doing, just a lazy, I'm a just, she does, she's oblivious because I was so laser focused on playing this game with integrity that I never even looked to them. I was excited. I thought I could win this thing because I knew right. I studied that damn thing. Mm -hmm. And so when I happened to catch a glance, she threw me off because now I'm trying to protect my board and also tell her on three different occasions, stop. Like I literally told her three times. They never, I don't know if they showed it. They don't want, um, they did. They showed you, they showed you saying something. So that I could tell it threw you off. You can tell regardless of the edit, you kind of could tell it threw you yeah. off. Cause you weren't no longer. I was so yes. plus got which answers I was trying to rearrange. I mean, I was pretty much done after that just because it was so, so much of a distraction. Um, wow. And so the, moving forward in the future, I have to realize I can't let, even though that's fucked up and it's whack of her to do, Very. realize that she and I and competitor aspects are just not on the same level. Um, that's fine, but I can't allow myself to get flustered and, and self-sabotage my own game because I can't 100%. wait to hope that the production calls it. They may or may not. I need to stay True. the course and keep my head in the game. And I think that that was the one takeaway for me. Like, I'm glad that they showed and proved that she did cheat. Um, and she told on herself. She did. Um, you know, I'm glad they did that. But I also was like, okay, how could I have been better in this situation? And I would say it would have been to, like, not let her trick me out of my position. Um, the other thing that I noticed in that episode was when she and I have this talk, um, cause we were walking into the house. We just got off the bus. She knew I was pissed. I had told Nehemiah, like after this, we get on the bus. I said, dude, I need you to sit next to me and calm me down because I am angry and I'm boiling because to make it this far, I didn't know, you know, I knew I was going to have the hardest time out of every, all the girls in the house in the final and to make it this far and for someone to try and play with me, like towards the end, and this is about a bag of money. Like I was really feeling like my old self again. And so I'm sitting in the back of the bus and I'm talking to Nehemiah. I'm like, just like. You know, be, he's my like security blanket. Right. Um, so yes, we get to the house, and Kayla too. pulls me aside. She says, Hey, can I talk to you? So she pulls, you know, they show us where we're sitting at that table. Yes. Mm -hmm. And in so many words, she essentially admits that she was cheating, but she said she did it because she was in a panic, not because it was intentional to like get, get me in last place. Okay, whatever. Then she, in her interview, says, Well, how would I beat you if I cheated off of you? Dummy, that's how it works. Yes. Like, what do you mean? You think you're saying something, but you're really not saying anything. So like, that was like so annoying that she thought she was, you know, um, explaining, justifying what she was doing. And then when I got up from that table and she smirked, she saw that camera in her face and she made that smirk. Like it was funny after she just sat there trembling, like trying to explain herself to me. That to me was like, this is who she is. This is who she is. This is who I heard she was. And I gave her a chance because I wanted people to give me the same grace. Mm -hmm. and not judge me on on who I was back in the day. Um, and so 
it was just the, to me the smile the the apologizing in my face and then laughing behind my back it, to me is a character flaw because if you really are about that life you would have let me know like girl i don't i'm not tripping off of me cheating off of you i cheated off of you now what she didn't do um, that the, now look now i know you and ronnie were in the house but, but why didn't you guys and people are not gonna understand why i'm asking this unless they're of, of, of a certain color mm -hmm. but why didn't you and Ronnie kind of, I'm not saying link up, maybe have a side of lines that nobody knew about? Because she was so, so for that treehouse. Yeah. Th okay. That was my intention since the beginning. I tried to explain this to her, and I think I did a horrible job of, like, explaining oh. to her what my game plan was. But I was told that the last time a bunch of us linked up and were dominating or celebrating it, they just, other people in the house found a way to dismantle that, like, with the King's Palace on season three. Okay. And we just know from any show that you watch where it's two of us kicking and ha 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 and doing our little thing, sometimes it rubs people the wrong way. Mm. And they will, they will put a target on your back. So okay. I knew that. I, it's it's not that I thought that they were going to intentionally go after the black girls or intentionally go after the black mm -hmm. people that mm -hmm. band together. That's not what I'm, what I'm suggesting. She's in that room with the treehouse. I am under the impression that I'm cool, I'm not a target of theirs because Kayla and Sylvia came to me on night one. Okay she would never be a target of mine. So we had these like, it was usually like once I was drunk because she also, you know, spent a lot of time with her group. Um, I spent a lot of time with the boys. We really just kind of didn't connect. I, and I don't, I, can you hear me? Yeah, you're back, you're back, you're back, you're back. I can hear you. Can Hello? you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you, but you can't hear me. Can you hear me now? Hello? I can hear you. I can hear you, but you can't hear me. I don't know what happened. I can't. Can I hear you? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I think she went out. I can't out. hear anything. <laughs> Shoot. Someone called me just now. Um, um, how do I Go out. Go, okay. Let me. Okay. Hello? Can you hear me? I don't want to, I'm too scared to touch anything. Go out go and, out come, and back. come back. Okay, so. Yes. Just go out and come Go out of the camera or no, go no. out of this thing completely? Yes, yes, yes. Completely? Come, yes, yes. Okay. Okay, she's gonna go out and come back. Now, welcome guys to Commission Reviews. You are here. Um, for the live interview with uh, I, this information, some stuff she's telling me, I really had no idea. The reason why I asked her about the night, I mean, about her and Ronnie, is because I really did think that it was opportunity there. And I really thought that maybe it could have been an opportunity where, um, I don't know, maybe they could have worked together and took down the house. And I don't mean, oh, she's right there. I don't mean it as just being like the cookout. Because now I feel like a lot of people think that we get together. This is a problem going to be, brother, right now. The people are so scared that we get together too many, three or more, that we're going to take over the house. People on the challenge right now have feel this type of way about the cookout. Which I find very weird. But so I wonder what that have happened to you on the challenge because people are feeling away because of the cookout ever since they won. They feel away yeah. about. See, but to me, why is that a problem? Mm. Why and and when there's there's five or more white people in an alliance winning it's not a problem why when it's 
us doing well or clicking up or enjoying ourselves and getting along amongst ourselves, is it a problem? Um, that's weird to me. I just never understood that. Like we accept the fact that they click up and that they have the commonality amongst themselves mm -hmm. and it's not yeah. personal and it's not saying that we're not invited. Like our cookout thing has never been a us versus y'all type thing. Yes. Like everybody who's black knows that. It has never, mm -hmm. we don't sit around and talk about other people or alienate other people or say you aren't invited. It's just, this was for us, by us. It, 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 Period. From something that was sacred rooted at a time when we were in our most traumatic existence. Yes. Mm -hmm. So wow. it's like, that is like, that's the, the root of it. And it's like to, for it to be villainized and turned into something like, this is, you know, black people getting together and closing the door on everybody else. It's like, that's your interpretation based on your own insecurities or the fact that you just fear when we're, when we're strong and there's power in numbers. And that also is a problem that you should inter internally look at because we don't feel that way. We've, we're used to being the minorities. We're used to having to, you know, fight harder and pick ourselves up and get the shorter end of the stick or have a harder time. Like we're used to that. And we still find our way to celebrate each other and band together when society has told us to be at each other's at odds with one another. Yes. And, uh, and, and the thing about it, people unfortunately um, think that that is okay, that they rather us fight when we get united together, it's a bad thing. So I don't really understand <laughs> that. You being in the house, your, your goal, like anybody else's goal was to win. Now mm -hmm. I love Jonay. I do, but I wanted you to win it. I mean, no shade. I mean, we I, mean I, I would say everybody wanted some wanted someone else to win. Like, I mean, for her to win three times in a row is like insanely impressive. It um, is, but damn. Or, I was like, shit, I want to win. Like, I want to pull it up and it beat her. Like, duh. Um, but that just wasn't the case. Like, I mean, the girl was, you know, dominating where she needs to be. She stayed out of the she way was. in other situations. She played her game the way she plays her game. And, you know, it, it turned out to, you know, be beneficial for her three times over. I am proud of her because the Johnny that I remember back in the day, um, I think we, our first game together was Exus 2. She was not a force. She was not a girl that no. any of the other girls saw as a threat. I mean, at that time she had Zach, who was like this massive, like, you know, partner who- Yeah, <laughs> mean. Um, but yeah, so like if people just didn't see what she was capable of. And I be also believe that she had never been into an elimination prior to that. So it was like to see her earn her stripes and earn her way in every aspect, not just going to a final and losing because at the time they were only giving money to one person in All-Stars 2. Then mm -hmm. coming back, training for it, getting into good shape, playing a political game and you know doing well in the challenges to win All-Stars 2. And then to come back a third time when she knew most of the people in this house are not going to be okay with me winning again. And I'm probably going to have targets thrown on my back many a times. And I'm gonna have to fight my way if I'm going to get to the, to the finish line. Duh. Anybody would, would expect, yes. you know, coming into this game. It's not like we're just playing for a trophy. Like we're paying for mm -hmm. two points. So, um, you know, for her to be able to do that three times over is amazing. Now I will say, I love my girl. But if we're on All Stars Four together, she's gonna have to take second place. Cause oh, I already know you taking that, honey. I am literally coming for that more spot, and I'm not taking nothing else. I want Ayana to get on there so bad, but you know it's funny because when we when I we talk too. about 
but but the cha- another challenge is like any other thing like the bloggers were like anybody people get chosen just like you said you were black lizard i was black lizard in industry too because i'm very vocal i'm not changing a lot of that just a little bit yeah but i'm like talking to a yana other people there is like a challenge network kind of and they probably do pick and choose certain people so i'm really advocating for the two of you guys to go on there and just do whatever i'm not saying in the line i'm not saying that if it happens i'll be happy with that too but i'm just saying i want you guys to go in the house and kill it I, like i say any women women that wins the, the challenge is good for me i've never seen a, a woman a black woman win uh certain uh certainly certain challenge shows you know it's it's, it's for some reason it, i think i said it earlier on twitter they make it seem like they don't think we can do it they look at us as heels in the beginning of the season oh they're not gonna make it to the end of it and that's really been going on for like the past 20 years. So I feel like you're going to change that. And I'm, well, I stand in that. Also up to us. Like we don't be making it to the end for one reason or another. Yeah, like, that's true too. You know, we it's, it really is like, come on now. Like, I mean, we're supposed to be domineering at certain things, like especially like physically. And yes. there's some, some of us who have won, like, you know, Darrell has won, Cyrus has won. Um, you know, many of us have been to the final, but like the girls, like Janae was really, is she the first black girl ever to win? Yeah. Yes. I know people, people forget she's black though. People do forget yeah. that she's actually uh black, but I mean, yes. And you if Ronnie, girl's hair? Like, <laughs> I would hope that, you know, Ronnie gets to come back too. Yeah, I want to see now, that. I, I already know I would have my work cut out against her. Like it just is what it is, but like, mm. I would rather like fight and earn my win against someone like her. You know what I mean? Like she is a force. You could just look at her. Like I didn't know she was a dancer. I thought this girl was a track star, like a former track star. I thought she was too. Body looks. Like I had no idea that like she was that strong and agile and capable through dance. Like that was just, you know, my own ignorance, I guess. But um but to your point, like that is something that I wish I would have not tiptoed around the whole mm-hmm just seeing if Ronnie fucked with me. Like if she wanted to like really have an outspoken alliance, um, I think I got, I was just caught up. Like many people don't know this, but like going into that house, like the week before I had the most incre- the most incredible wave of seasonal depression. I questioned mm-hmm. even going, I am more of an introvert now. So like there, there were times where everybody's downstairs partying and I'm in the bathtub crying. Like, I just wanted my space, my alone time. I was struggling in my interviews, being on camera. I was so awkward that a lot of times, girl, I was not playing the game. Like TJ, like I wasn't thinking about hanging out or getting to know these people as much as I normally would, like outside of the show. I was so in my own head. And there was a time where a producer said, like in the, we were doing an OTF, like an outtake. And she goes, do you want to be here? And oh, I was wow. Like, when she said it I was taken aback like why would you say that like of course I'm gonna be here I'm here but my energy was all fucked up in the beginning because I was so nervous and just like scared and awkward and I didn't really know anybody and I knew I was out of shape and my knees were hurting me and I also at the time was a a heavy 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 vapor so I was vaping 20 times more than I normally would because I just was kind of out of my element and I I was that as to why I was feeling this way because I was never un- uh, not confident in front of the camera. I was never not confident in this space um, of the challenge and the competition. But this time around, I felt like, damn, am I am I too old to be doing this? Like, you know. So uh, 
getting to know a lot of the girls in the house, I didn't didn't happen until after the show or like when we meet up in different cities or whatever. Like I, right. I started to like trying to get to know Ronnie in the very beginning. And, and I mean, very soon after, be, also because the rooms, let me tell you the room situation. I didn't feel uncomfortable in the in the treehouse like some of the girls may have. Like Kellyanne and Kendall, I would presume, felt uncomfortable going in that room because they were picking on them. At least mm -hmm. Kellyanne and, or Kayla and Sylvia were. Right, right. And so um, the reason I didn't go into that room as much to get to know the girls is because they were number one, they were always in there. And their room was up a big ass flight of stairs. <laughs> I was too lazy to go in there. And the room was always insanely cold. So I would just be like, oh. oh when they come down to the common area, when they come in the mm -hmm. kitchen, pool, like wall kiki, like I never made an effort to like really go up to the space where they were 90% of the time. Um, and I got kind of lazy with it because I just was like, well, unless I hear something through the grapevine that I need to have a conversation with one of these girls, I'll right. just see them. And then also like, I am very much a guy's girl. Like I really just love being around men. And so in the stuff that men talk about and whatever, like it's more kind of like my interest. I'm like a tomboy. That's me too. And so, <laughs> um, I think that that played a part. I think there was also in my mind, I thought because I had there was a bug put in my ear about what happened with the King's Palace last season that I yeah. wanted to low key thing. But looking back, it's like all I did was confuse Ronnie and make her think like, well, wait a minute, in this ring toss thing, you know, I threw a I threw a ring on her, and then on the um, oh trip, yeah, her name as well, and the okay. ring toss, I knew nobody was going for her, so I'm like, okay, in order to stay kind of in this little safe space. I had already worked out deals with, with other girls in that thing mm -hmm. that were in her room. So I knew she was fine, I was fine. And so I knew that, hey, you guys, I don't really care about winning this one. So do what you need to do and like, whatever. Like I was, we were just bullshitting that game. Okay. Um, because at the time I was like, one of them is likely to win this and I'm not, I don't really care about like protecting myself in this if I know that they're also not coming after me. Um, and so when I threw that ring, I noticed like she, she was kind of, she felt away and I'm like, well, you know, nobody was going for hers for a really long time. Eventually she ended up getting, I think out of the game by, I don't remember, but it was already understood that somebody in that room was going to win. Like our, my room did not have that conversation with each other. The treehouse would do that. They're like, Hey, we're, we're actively trying to win and we're deciding who's going to win. They decided that they wanted Sylvia to win it. Right. No, so, also, oh shit. If that's what's happening, I'm about to get into this too. And what can I do to appease you? So right. I said, like, hey, I'll throw, I'll let you throw some rings on mine. I'll throw some rings on yours. It, hopefully you can be a better tosser than me and get me out of here sooner than later. Um, and then with, with Ronnie, it was just like, hey, here's one to like throw it, you know, somewhere that's not on one of my girls, but also not on certain girls in her room. Okay. Um, and so it, I just, I guess maybe poorly explain that. Um, but I also was like, I don't know, like that in, in my mind, like I slept peacefully at night knowing that my intentions were in the right place and what I expected to happen, happened. Um, in the trivia thing, I was under the impression that Veronica was a beast at trivia. I also knew she was more than likely going to win this and she's right next to me. So I had gotten confused about like the, the way that, um, TJ would ask the questions. He would go. First person, second person, third person. I didn't know he was going third person, this person, this person. Okay. I just well, didn't know that, like mm -hmm. at all. That, that doesn't make sense to me to do it that way where somebody gets asked a question twice anyway in a trivia. Like it, it is yeah, not- Yeah, you're just saying, yeah. They're good at trivia. Um, so at that time, um, 
obviously I wasn't going for John A. Kellyanne was already out and it was like, okay, I have to go for Veronica because I also am now, you know, talking to, I'm working with Veronica. Mm. I know Ronnie is safe because she's in that room or so I thought. So when I'm watching the, the show back and Ronnie is saying that she doesn't really feel like she's part of this treehouse thing. I'm like, I had no idea. We never had a conversation about how confident she was in her own room. I mean, we oh, just, I they, were, they were banned together. Just mm -hmm. some of them were being bullies about it. So you guys would have, uh, the, the thing about it that I filed out because the way she reacted about um, she didn't feel like she was that strong in the house with her group. If you guys would have had a side of lions, y'all could have did some things with this season. Yeah, no, for 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 sure. I think that like we always look back and we're like, okay, how could I have played this game differently? I just more than anything, I wanted to let people know. Um, how can I explain this? Like, I'm not telling. Like, when you when someone comes to you and they say, "Hey, I want to work with you." It's a very awkward conversation if you really don't want to be in an alliance with that person. So when I would have these conversations, I was always hopeful that somebody would come to me and let me choose as opposed to me trying to be overbearing and say, hey, I want to work with you. What if that person don't want to work with me? Because mm. you just never fucking know. I wasn't you doing don't. well challenges. Why would I think? I was never going to approach somebody and say, let's form an alliance because I was not doing well in the challenges. I didn't feel like I had the right to ask anybody. I understand that point. So I, I get that point. Like, I'll wait and see if anybody wants to fuck with me. And, you know, Sylvia and Kayla did, you know, and there was conversations in our room where, you know, me and John A, like it was just an understanding that like, we didn't necessarily band together to take down the treehouse because I think we were both uncertain about what was going on. Um, you know, obviously Kellyanne and Kayla knew, I mean, Kelly and, and Kendall knew that I had their back and that I was never going to go against mm -hmm. them. Um, but we just had it. We didn't feel the need to, to create a, a room name and then just, personally attack and go after and make it so like just like high school you know you versus you type thing and that's the energy we were getting from that room now here's the thing veronica was not being a mean girl uh tina was not being a mean girl or bullying the girls in my room ronnie certainly not right. but in the silence they got grouped guilty by association with mm. what the other girls in the room yeah, they did. And so we didn't know. They weren't standing out and saying, hey, like, we don't feel this way. So I didn't know. I'm like, shit, it is, is it war on the downstairs room? Is it all of us? Is my alliance or whatever the understanding with Kayla and Sylvia really anything? Like, we never spoke about it again after that night one. It just, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going into these eliminations. So I guess that they're honoring, you know, what they said. I didn't know. I they really should have. It sounded like to me there, was not, there wasn't a lot of conversations because when you break it down like that those few that you mentioned they weren't a part of it but they was a part of the treehouse and the biggest thing for me is women when we go if you go into these competitions you've got to be vocal i feel like i mean week one i've been making um alliances i'm not saying i make alliances with everybody i will find one person i maybe have some kind of common denomination with maybe we have uh talked before i knew her before this or whatever one person if nobody else, one person that first week, I mean, things change after week two or three, three. But if I have one person I'm making alliance with and I would, you know, go from there. Now, coming up, you going to a new season. What would you do different to get that win? If, you know, I want you to win it. But I'm just saying, what would you do differently? Well, thankfully, because of my uh, health scare, I am no longer vaping. So my ability and yeah. desire to train is like on a whole new level. When I was smoking like that, Girl, you couldn't catch me on a treadmill or running laps around the house. Like, I mean, even in anything that we did that was 
short distance running. I was out of breath. I mean, you saw me in the final. I was so far behind everybody else on any of the running portions that like the cameraman would have to come back just to get catch me, like coming and catching oh, up. Oh, wow. And I just mean. was not taking care of my body. Um, you know, that is something that I would prepare. I would not go into this final, I'm sorry, I would not go into this challenge ever again without being physically prepared. And you gotta live life as if you get the call or not. I feel like I'm not I'm not in yoga and Pilates and doing cardio and about to start doing boxing and doing, you know, swimming and all this stuff because of just the challenge. I wanna create a better lifestyle for myself. I wanna look my best, number one. I wanna feel my best. I wanna be prepared for war, even if I'm never going. Let's you go. Know? And so now I have the desire to do that because of what I went through and how scary that was. And I'm like, shit, like, I literally was almost up out of here. <laughs> oh wow, that's good. You know, so I mean, the the vaping it's a lot of people that do it. A lot of people, a kids lot. too. But that will, it will come back to collect. And I had only been doing it for two years, not even, and it almost killed me. So do you have a campaign for that, actually. I mean, because what you I, went through I was pretty to start something. Where number one, I wanted to either go on live and then put it on my page and talk about it and express to people what happened to me, like with the blood clots and having pulmonary embolism and how serious it is and how many young people are like really dying from it. There's a reason why the FDA just banned these vapes um, or, you know, a particular brand, but they're going to ban mm -hmm. them off because they realize this is, this is, this is worse than cigarettes. Um, and so I want to talk about it. I want to share my story, trying to figure out a way of like how to do it. I wanted to get through that first month. Like this all happened a month ago. Oh, when wow. I for a work trip so i needed time to just get through the first stages of recovery which was the first couple of weeks get back home safely i mean i'm on blood thinners for the next five months you know um it's scary yeah uh i i, I am i when i was in that hospital i and i thought i was certainly about to leave here i said you know i closed my eyes and i was like god if you just spare me I promise I will do the right thing with this testimony. And so I was like, if wow. not, I, I surrender to the consequences of my own actions. Um, That's powerful. You know, he gave me a pass and saw me through that situation because when I talked to those doctors, they're like, girl, if you, the trippy part about this, Kamisha, after I had this episode where I get hospitalized in Italy, I fly back to Atlanta the next day. I have a physical to go on a show mm -hmm. where it's physically demanding. Right. Fill in the blanks. Everybody knows what it is. Mm -hmm. And I was really excited because I'm about to go do this amazing show with my friend. Like, da, 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 da. Right. And I had just had this hospitalization 24 hours ago. Next, I had to do my physical. And I was not honest about what I had just experienced. Right. You know, the day before, and I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I was like, but you know, I've been having chest pains and shortness of breath, da, da, da. I said, oh, you know, I, I was very vague about it. Right. Um, and then I was, you know, three hours, four hours away from getting on a plane, flying on nine hours to go do this show. And the pain started intensifying to a point where I was like, maybe what I just went through was not a fluke accident because the doctors in Italy told me it was a panic attack. But I'm like, why would I have a panic attack in the middle of my sleep? Like. I've never had one before. Like there, it just, that to me was like, no, nah, there's something else. But they, I knew that the vaping was the cause of what I had just experienced based on the symptoms alone. 
Yeah. And so I said, let me go to one more doctor. So I was like, okay, I'm in Atlanta, back in my hometown. I was like, let me go to like some black women and some black physicians, some black doctors. Okay. And so I went okay. to them and I explained yes. to them in detail what I had just experienced. I told them mm -hmm. my parent, my mother's history of having heart attack from smoking, you know, and uh, two heart attacks from smoking. She had to quit cold turkey. My grandma as well. You know, da, 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 da. I said, hey, I'm a, I was a heavy vapor. I smoked cigarettes in my early 20s. I smoked cigars, hookah, all this stuff. Um, I'd taken Adderall for at least eight years in my 20s. Um, I was just telling them all these things. And I told them about the symptoms, what I had experienced, how I felt like my lung had collapsed. I felt like I was having a heart attack, a stroke. I couldn't speak, all these things. And they're like, okay, where'd you say you were about to go? I was like, I'm about to go do this. Can you uh, can just check me? What can you check? They said, let's do a CT scan. They do a CT scan. I'm waiting on the results, but I was getting impatient because I'm like, shit, I need to get to the airport. I feel fine. I think I'm okay. Like, I knew I was still having a little bit of shortness of breath, but I was ignoring it because I was, I felt like I've already told these people I'm coming. I need to commit to what I'm, my obligation. Yes. Right. And I the pressure of like, well, my friend is there and I need to be there so that, you know, that my friend can play the game too. And, da, 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 da. and so I'm about to walk out this hotel, out this hospital and this nurse, I don't even know her name, but I thank God she saw my big black ass by the wall. <laughs> and she said, ma'am, Miss Moore, like a teacher. I said, yeah, right. come here. She goes, where are you going? I said, well, I was like, can you guys just email me the results? She goes, no, you can't go anywhere. She's like, you can't oh get on. You can't go on no show. You oh can't go right around the block. She goes, well, we just saw on the CT scan. If you do not sit your butt down and take these blood thinners, you're going to die. Oh my God. And I was like, there's no way it's extreme. And she's like, it's not a game. She's like, I literally forbid you to go. And so at that point, it just was like, it's not worth my life risking it. Like what I felt like I had endured the day before in Italy, I've never felt anything that felt n near, like your life was on the line. You know what I mean? And so I just so decided I'm not gonna risk it. I'm not gonna risk it. And I just thank God that I did it. I called the, you know, the people and said, I'm sorry, but you know, something's wrong with me right now. And I hate it. Like this, I, it wasn't like I was hiding this from them. This all happened within 24 hours of me leaving for the show. I hadn't had no kind of physical symptoms while I was in Italy. Y'all saw me, I was having the time of my life, vaping, yeah. eating my heart out, doing my little thing, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so um, after I decommitted to the show, the next day, my father had to rush me to the hospital again for the same episode. So it's like, I was like the spirit of discernment. I pray for that every morning because to, and I pray for it specifically because I ignored it that day. I was so willing to get on that flight and risk my own life because I didn't want to disappoint others. And it's like, it ain't never that deep. It ne never is. It never is. And we have to, <laughs> you know, we take on everything. Let's be clear. Yeah. We take on everybody and everybody else's stuff and we're always last. And that's just what it is. And that's why I want you to speak on it on your platform because black women do not take care of themselves. We take mm -hmm. care of ourselves last. My mother and my family get on me all the time. I work 14 hours overnight. I blog in the daytime. I do back-to-back -back interviews. I mentor black women to get their brand together. And there's times they don't even know I've had one hour of sleep and I will still do it. And I just do it because I love doing it. But yet at the same time, I think about myself last. My family had to have a whole meeting about you need to sleep. I'm like, yeah. hey, I yeah. got it. Yes, yes. Because number one, like you, you already know the things that are prevalent in our community in terms of like health risk. And I mean, my mother had, my mother was a hard worker. 
she believes in that. Like she is like, I can sleep later. I mean, we had three hot meals a day. Everything mm -hmm. was taken care of. She's shipping us back and forth to school. My mom's working multiple jobs, making it look easy. But ultimately, she ended up having massive heart attacks. I mean, smoking cigarettes profusely alone was from the stress of just going, 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 thinking that yeah. she's that's just who she is. Like, she's the type of person, like, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to maximize my day. And she would always neglect, you know, taking care of herself. And ultimately, you know, it's like that almost cost her her life. Like. A heart attack is no joke. You know, at the time we were young, so we didn't really re realize the severity of what was happening to our mother. But like, yeah, now looking back, it's like she could have been out of here. And you have an obligation to take care of yourself first. Like one of the things I learned when I became a flight attendant is they tell you the importance of why if you're walking down the aisle and the oxygen mask drop, grab the first one you see and put it over your face. Who cares if the passenger passes out? You cannot help them if you are down. True. So if you are responsible. Wow you're doing all these things that are of a service to others, You, it's required and mandatory that you take care of yourself, even if it's not your natural instinct. I get it, I'm that way, but it is your responsibility in order to be here for a long time to help as many people and to give as much light to the world as possible to take care of Kamisha first. And you gotta surrender to that, especially as we get- That's older. hard for me, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's hard for I, me, like, I'm so, when you when I first I talked to you, I was like, look, we could do the interview on this day, but I was telling you that, but I wasn't telling you is that, when I do the interview with you, I probably will have been up, up, up since eight o'clock the night before. But see, I never tell people that when I interview them, they just look at me like, oh, she's up. And I'll tell them later on, they'll tell me, why do you reschedule? I'm like, no, I want to, when I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Or I want y'all time to be, it's like, you're my guest in my home. And so it's like, your time is valuable. And so yeah. I could not have no sleep, but I'm like, we'll do the interview. I'm ready. I just, I haven't changed. I'm still pushing. But did you hear what I said? I did. Like, Doing, I like your passion. It most people don't have that in life, and it's like I know what it's like to love to do something so much that like it's like fuck sleep, fuck taking care of myself, fuck eating properly, fuck working out, fuck taking time to be still. Like I get that, but it is absolutely necessary for you to do this at a high level and to continue to accelerate without getting burnt out. Because eventually, regardless of how you feel now, you will if you do not take care of yourself, and even if it's an hour in your day where you turn off your phone, you go for a walk. It don't have to be nothing big. If it's something where you, you know, go get your nails done, go get a massage. If you just dance, you know, do something that is not a, to make anyone else feel good other than you, you have to commit to that because that's what keeps you fueled. Rest is so important. Like regardless, like you, your body, like you, you can make yourself physically sick by mm. lack of rest. And if you're sick, what what use are you to us? You can't help us and have this platform and and do all the amazing things you do if you if your body's working against you. Oh my God, you my know? sister, my sister, we're so happy to hear you say that because she tells me this stuff all the time. And I've been working on it. I've been getting a little bit. I've been getting a little more sleep and turning everything off. And you know, I've been working on it, but it's Listen, not easy. You know what my favorite song is? I just got goosebumps. One of my favorite songs of all time is a song called Vienna by Billy Joel, and. The Vienna is a city in Austria, right? But okay. when he says Vienna, he's talking about one's destiny. And he's speaking to himself, this young boy who's in a rush, in a hurry. And he's like, listen, at the end of the like, Vienna waits for you. Where you oh, are going, yeah. your destiny, your purpose, it is, you're not on a time clock. It's not like you're about to run out. Like, yeah, what it's is like we're going, I got you. Take your time to get there. I promise you, it waits for you. It's yours. You don't need to, you're not going to arrive there tomorrow, regardless. 
you're not, and if it takes you a year or two years or 10 years longer than you thought, who cares? You're running your own race. You're on nobody else's timeline but your own. So to listen to that song. I am actually. I like I'm like going to send you the link when we get off send here. Me, send me the link. Send me the links. I'm going to listen to it today because I'm, I'm going to go ride. I'm going to turn everything off because I'm going to yeah. go ride somewhere. And I'm going to turn the thing off and I'm going to listen to the song. And then I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel when I listen to the song. Tell to me which lyrics speak to you. I am. I I'm going to turn, I'm gonna turn everything right. off. I'm just going to yes. ride. And that's going to be interesting because I never do that. I even blog when I drive. It's really crazy. Yeah. So I'm going to actually turn everything off and I'm going to listen to the song and I'm going to tell you how I feel. Yeah, yeah, this has been everything. I have so enjoyed her. It's like talking to my girlfriend or something. She is so everything. My sister's going to listen to this video and give me a probably a, a fuss and lashing because she's going to say, you were right. She was right. I told you that. That to that. So, <laughs> <laughs> and my mom too. But this was everything, okay? Um, somebody in the chat said, what show was you about to go on? I said, I ain't going to say. I mean, you guys know. like They know. But, look, Naya has things to do, and she blessed me with her time. So I want to uh, say thank you again for coming on and interviewing with me live here on right. Commission Reviews. And we are going to see Naya kick serious butts on the next season of the Challenge Hopefully. All-Stars. She will be there with Manifest It. It's already right. happening. Let's her and Yana both. Her and Yana will be on there. Instagram, Twitter, tell, you know, we want All Stars 4. Like, send that to the network as much as y'all can. Like, I don't know if we're going to get one, but if there is one and if I am casted, like, I am preparing each day to go out there and not just be there. Like, I really want to, like, show out this time. So, hopefully. <laughs> I know. This clip that you just said, well, I got quiet. Because I'm clipping this out. You know I am on my clip. I'm clipping this out. And I'm going to... Uh, tweeted to them today. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, Mama. I'm gonna let you go. Do your thizzle. Thank you again for coming on. I'm going to actually relax. I promise you. After this, and yes. uh, this was everything. I, I, I again, thank you for coming on and spending some time with me. And uh, we'll see you out there in the streets. YouTube, Twitter, uh, uh, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Twitch, and um, Facebook. My Facebook group. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe, comment. Go to my Instagram and I'll make sure y'all check out Naya. I will put her links to whatever she wants um, <laughs> in the description. So whether you click on this live, you will see all her information and you follow her too. With that being said, I'm going to close the door.